preview edition of the Four Star Sports Show. I am Wes Pruitt, John Sturman, over there to my left. Uh, the man at the bottom of the screen is Brandon Bradford, uh, currently the Fayette Academy uh, girls and boys basketball coach. Coach Bradford, thank you very much for being on, on the show with us today. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. I, uh, it's awesome what y'all are doing for high school sports in the area. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. I mean, you know, John's been saying from the very beginning, and I'm a big proponent of it as well, uh, both in Memphis and locally where I live, uh, over in a small town called Crossland, Arkansas. Uh, just, it's all about the kids. You know, uh, there's there's talent everywhere, uh, no matter where you are in this big, big huge country of ours. And uh, there, there honestly needs to be more shows like this one uh, that really showcases the talent of not only the kids, but the coaches like yourself. Uh, that are coaching them on a daily basis. Go yeah. ahead, John. Uh, well, you can ask them the first question if you want. Go ahead. The floor is oh, yours, okay. Mr. Host. Uh, coach, uh, this is – okay. Uh, coach, this is your second year at Fade Academy, correct? Correct. I was uh, – I coached just the boys last year. Uh, uh, and I'm coaching both this year. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with them. Uh, uh, my – family is currently living in Oakland, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, grandparents lived in Somerville for years. Okay. Uh, so I'm very, very, very familiar with uh, all the Montagues yeah, uh, yeah. that are out at Fayette Academy. They're, they're everywhere out there, as you well know. Yeah. Um, but uh, so last year, coach, you were 13 and 15 on the boys side of it. This year, you were sitting at seven and five, uh, five and two in league play. Uh, speaking of your league, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty tough league. Can you, can you talk a little bit about uh, the, the pros and cons of being in such a strong league. Yeah, man, I know I'm a little biased, but I really think top to bottom, especially on the boys' side, we're one of the toughest leagues in the state because, I mean, at the top of our side, you got FACS and ECS just loaded with talent and they're well coached. And even from the three spot to the eight spot this year, every night's a battle. Uh, you got to come ready to play. Every game's going to be close because – there's talent, and every team in our district is well coached. So uh, it's tough, but it's good for our guys. And uh, really, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, could you talk about the other teams in y'all's district? You know, like you said, there's eight teams. But it's like we talked to Coach Davis with Lausanne. It's kind of interesting on how they actually do it for y'all's region as well. Yeah. Uh, on our side, we in the Memphis area, we've got FACS. ECS, uh, Tipton Rosemark, and I guess you consider us a Memphis area. Uh, and then we've got the Jackson schools who are USJ, Trinity Christian, Jackson Christian, and Sacred Heart. And then this year, uh, we also have Carroll Academy and uh, Natchez Trace, which are a little bit farther uh, east, uh, but they, they're not playing this season. I guess it is a good thing that you're not traveling as far as Columbia like they do in football, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. Which are you kind of surprised that TSW did not let y'all do that on like a Friday night like they do for football and play Columbia yeah. there for basketball? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm good with what we're doing, though. I'd rather keep it close right now, so. Yeah. You know, talk about your girls squad. I know, like you said, this is your first year coaching the girls. Uh, you are eight and four four and three in league play and talk about the girls district as a whole as well. Man, the top of it is tough. Um, you got TRA loaded this year. 
uh, Trinity Christian, who won state last year. Uh, they lost a few stars, but they're still a solid group. And uh, USJ, I think Tony's got a dynasty going over there. They're incredible. Every It seems every year they got something, uh, somebody new coming up, and they're just – they keep on coming out with players, and uh, and he does incredible coaching job. Uh, so it's it, – on the girls' side, it's tough every night, just like the guys. Uh, it usually somebody in our district, if they're not winning state, they're at least in the championship game every year. Yeah, that coach has been around, what, 30-something years, it feels like? <laughs> it seems like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coach, West. talk a little bit about uh, – I mean, of course, I went to a private school. I went to Rossville Christian Academy, so I'm familiar with the area. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, – because, I mean, there is some struggles being in Somerville, Tennessee. Um Talk a little bit about uh, the the struggles of being a smaller school in a big pond and a big league with, with other big schools. I mean, a struggle the struggles with it is just you don't have the numbers to pick from. Uh, talking about athletes wise, but uh, fortunately, we're blessed. I've got a great group group of kids on both sides, um, and uh, we take pride in it. Really, we're not going to go out and recruit players. Uh, we're going to go with what we got. You know, uh, our hashtag this year is homegrown just because uh, we're proud of what we have and uh, we're going to work hard and work to get what's ours, you know, and it's just, it's just a, it's a good, it's a good thing to take pride in. Yeah, most definitely. And that's, and that's one thing that uh, I can definitely speak to uh, going back to even when I was, you know, a, a kid growing up in high school, Fate Academy always has had a very strong mantra about themselves uh, very, um, I, I don't want to say overly confident, but they're, they're a very confident school when they step on the, uh, yeah. on, on the athletic fields, no matter if it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever. Uh, do y'all still sure. have the rubber gym at Fate Academy? Is it, is it still the, 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 the rubber uh, tool? Garner gym. Actually, yeah, it's uh, a, it's Garner gym. That's, uh, our middle school gym now. Uh, I actually teach elementary PE during the day and that's where I am all day. Uh, and when I, I played high school ball at uh, Central Baptist. I don't know if you ever heard of that real small private school. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's where we, that's where we used to play our games back when I was in school. So I love that gym. I've, uh, I'm in there every day shooting around. <laughs> it's a fun place. That is the oddest. That is probably the oddest gym to ever bounce a basketball on or anything. It's just very, very, it's very unique. I'll definitely say that. Go ahead, John. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a, it's a home court advantage for sure. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> you know, Brandon, talk about the renovations that y'all have done as well to that school and maybe within the last five years. I know the baseball team's happy with their new scoreboard. I believe they got a new one. Uh, they yep. got lights now, which is pretty yep. good. Uh, softball field, I think, is getting worked on a little bit here and there. And uh, just talk about the renovations, how Beta Academy has changed over the last five years. Ever since, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't really – caught a game there that much yeah since my cousin was the head football coach Brandon Tucker back in the day okay but uh yeah. just talk about the renovation just a little bit yeah uh coach Pat Rodney Patterson the baseball he's been busy this year really busy uh he put in a French drain system uh fixed the whole right side of the field him and Josh Stevens been out there working like crazy the baseball field looks incredible right now I mean one of the best in the area and they're adding to it every day uh 
Shane Russell, our AD, uh, does a great job keeping up, maintain, maintaining and updating every field, uh, football field. I, when I came last year, I thought the football field looked like a golf course. It was so well-maintained. And uh, and the same thing with the softball field. They just do incredible. They're out there working every day. Uh, they, they do a good job with that. Uh, basketball side, we got the Viking Center. Uh, it's probably about eight years old now. And it's one of the best facilities in our region anyway. I love it. Uh, we're spoiled by it. So. Wes. Sorry about that. My, my dog started barking. I just wanted to make sure I added on mute. Um, <laughs> Coach, when you, uh, when you look at the, the girls side of it, uh, we've talked to numerous girls coaches and uh, I have a, major respect for the girls game um to me it's very exciting to watch uh and, and there's real talent at the girls level uh talk a little bit about your girls team this year and maybe uh spotlight a few players that the four-star nation may not know know about man i've got a special group of girls this year uh we're young we're very young i've got one senior one junior five sophomores and five freshmen and you know, can you repeat that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they're out there competing every day. Uh, Lizzie Ray is our senior. She uh, She's one of three people, I believe, she got, she reached the 1,000-point mark last year in her junior season. Uh, incredible shooter, just all-around great player. Uh, my junior, Caitlin Eubanks, uh, she's about 6'1", 6'2", post player, just dominates in the post. Uh, great footwork, and she can run the floor well. And then my group of sophomores, man, I cannot wait for these next two years with them. They're incredible. Uh, they work hard every day. Not only are they talented, they're the most coachable group I've ever seen. Uh, they get it done in the classroom. Uh, and they're just, I, I lucked out with them, I'm telling you. Uh, it's going to be a fun group and the freshmen the same way. Uh, so I love, I love my girls group. Uh, stinks that we're losing Lizzie this year, but uh, next year coming back, we're going to be coming just as strong. Now, she did oh, have some brothers oh, that played football there, right football there, right? Uh, Rube Scott was her uh, cousin. That's right. Uh, oh, wow. That's right. He's at, uh, he's at Southern Miss now. So, he's actually playing? Play, he played a little bit this season. I didn't get to watch much. I think they had him on special teams and defense. You know, you talked about, nice. that, one, nice. you talked about that one senior. What schools are looking at her? Uh, we haven't had much. Uh, I've been talking to Rend Lake College. It's a JUCO in Illinois. They're very interested in her, and it's a very legitimate program. Uh, I expect her to get a few more looks uh, as the season is ending. Uh, just what y'all know, with all the COVID stuff going on, it's been tough recruiting-wise on both sides, boys and girls. Uh, but I'm doing all I can. I'm emailing every day for all my players, and uh, hopefully we can get her a couple more looks before the season's out. You talked about the boys team. Uh, who's like talk about a few of your boys basketball players as well? Yeah, I've got five seniors: um, Andrew Payne, wow. Austin Abernathy, Caleb Smith, Luke Moore, and Will Cagle. They're five five guys in my seven eight man rotation, and uh, they're all very talented players, and they all play different positions and they play their roles well. When we play together, we're a pretty dang good team. Yeah. Uh, I'll start I'll start with Andrew. Uh, Andrew's my point guard. 
kind of runs the show. Uh, he's not looking to score much. He can if he needs to, uh, but he's looking to facilitate. Uh, he's got an offer from uh, Trevecca Nazarene, and he's got a lot of interest from some NAIs and D2s. Uh, Luke Moore uh, plays a four. He's a about six four athlete. Uh, he plays well in the post, incredible footwork, and he can step outside, knock down outside shot. Uh, Austin Abernathy's leading us in scoring, uh, knockdown shooter, uh, plays the game well, plays incredible defense. Uh, Will Cagle comes in, gets steals, rebounds, hustle player. Uh, and Caleb Smith, just all-around athlete. I actually coached him. Uh, I, this is my third year coaching him. He played for me at Macon Road, and he happened to transfer out to Fate Academy the year that I went there. And uh, I've had an incredible journey with him. I can't wait to see where he goes. Potentials through the roof. Awesome. That's 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 great to hear that that there's still uh, really talented players out in the uh, uh, Fayette County area. Uh, that's mm -hmm. that's. I mean, as you know, uh, John, uh, there's there's real talent out there. Uh, whether it's Fayette Academy, Fayetteware, uh, Rossville, uh, wherever it may be, uh, Coach. When you look at uh, the season moving forward, uh, what are some goals that you have set for this season uh, with both the boys and girls team? Uh, with the girls, um, we need to be in the top four for sure, which we should be. Uh, and I really, I want to try to get over the hump of uh, losing elimination round in the regional tournament. It's been a kind of, a wall that they've been hitting the past few years. And we've just, we've got to leap over that and get into the semifinal of uh, regionals. Uh, Cause really high school basketball, if, any, if I've learned anything the past few years, it's all about how you're playing at the end of the season. So if you can get past that hump and you're playing well, yeah. uh, it's really anybody's game. So uh, that's really my goal for the girls. And honestly, it's pretty much the same for the guys. Uh, the past two years, they've been eliminated at Rosemark uh, in the elimination round at regionals. And uh, I think the, fir the first year was when Rosemark made it all the way to the championship. And then last year, uh, we had, we were struck with the flu that week. I hate making excuses. We were struck with the flu, played our worst game of the year, last game, lost to Rosemark. Then they went in and they made it on to, uh, to the final four and sub-state. And that's really, we just got to get over that wall and uh, move on to the next round. That's really our goal for right now. Um, Brandon, I hate to bring this up to you, but for the girls' side, you played uh, University School of Jackson last Friday night, and then the boys, we can do the follow-up with the boys also. But the yeah. boys won their first game in seven years against USA West. Seven years it took them, but they finally pulled off the upset and beat yeah. them in Jackson. But I uh, talk about the girls' game. I know y'all scored zero points in the first quarter, but y'all lost sixty to forty-four. But talk about the girls' game first, and then y'all won the boys' game sixty-six to forty-eight. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you're saying we are. We also played Briarcrest early this season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it was oddly familiar to that game, uh, and I told the girls this too. Uh, I really think they were more scared of the logo than they were anything else when we came out first quarter. And uh, we just weren't playing our game, playing scared. And then when we finally wake up, we start playing. But by that time, it's too late. Because after the first quarter, I think we played even for the rest of the game. Yeah, uh, 14 points in the second, nine in third, and then 21 in the fourth. Yeah. 
So it was the same thing that happened at Briarcrest earlier this season. And that just comes with having a young team. Uh, and I, I think that'll change in the future. Uh, and I, th I think it'll change in the near future, the next time we play these teams, just because they they know that they can compete with them now. We know we can play with anybody that we're going to step on the floor with. And uh, I think that confidence level is just going to be a big help for us. And then uh, on the guys' side, Friday night we played incredible. I haven't even mentioned yet my uh, my six eleven center. Oh wow! Uh, that, that we're blessed with. Uh, he's a Fayette County did. kid. Uh, did you play him. football for tight end? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's strictly basketball. So, uh, but Ryan Eubanks. Uh, if you haven't heard of him yet, you will soon. He's just now really starting to come into his game. Uh, Friday night he did incredible. If nothing at all. He can be a threat to score in the post, and it opens up the whole floor for everybody else. Uh, that kid's working hard, and I can't wait to see what he does. Awesome. So, uh, what is what's it like to have a kid that's six eleven? Uh, I mean, you know, you would think that just it, you would just feed, 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 feed. But I mean, obviously, you've got other talent around him. I mean, that that's a huge blessing as a coach to have a guy like that. Yes, it is. Uh, <clears throat> we, we've noticed this year already teams will lock in, focus on him, which they have. I mean, they have to. If they don't, he's going to score. So uh, yeah. and he's just now getting to where he's being able to do that consistently. Uh, he's been working really hard this past year. and He's, really, he's starting to come to his own. And uh, now that he's scoring consistently, it's making it, it's making it so much easier on me as a coach just because – Teams have to double down on him. I mean, if they don't, he's going to score. So he's opening up everybody else, yeah. and it just makes our offense run so much more fluently. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen probably somebody that tall since my high school days with Ben Frederick. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, of course, Carlos Singleton Jim played at Haywood, 6'9". <laughs> Brandon, talk about the road ahead when you got FACS on Tuesday and then Sacred Heart or Sacred Heart on Friday. Yeah, uh, Tuesday's gonna be tough. FACS, I think, behind Houston and Christian Brothers, they're the best team in the city. Uh, Boys side quick. anyway. Right, right. Boys side, they're uh, they're quick. They can knock it down. Uh, we got to find a way to guard them, and then uh, we got to be consistent on offense. Uh, I've I've been I've been coaching against D for a while now because I was an assistant at Harding for three years also when they were in our district on that side. And uh, he does an awesome job, so that's going to be tough. And then Sacred Heart, same thing. The Sacred Heart's hitting shots. They're a tough team to beat, man. They're tough to beat. Uh, we were on it last time we were playing them, so I'm expecting them to be coming for us. Uh, it's our homecoming, so I hope our guys are hyped up and ready to go because uh, that's, that's going to be another tough one. You talk about like the girls matchup as well. Yeah, uh, girls. Uh, I I told our girls this is either a week where we can coast through, we can get through the, uh, this week, and then uh, we can come out and lose to these teams that we lost to again next time, or we can come focused, uh, working on fixing the little things that we need to fix, uh, really focusing on us and what we need to do, and play strong this week so uh, we can come out ready uh, next week. Wes. Coach, uh, when you look at uh, being at a school like Fayette Academy, 
Academy. Can you can you tell the Four Star Nation just a little bit about the school as a whole and uh, just what it what it really brings? Yeah, man, Fate Academy has been a blessing to me. It's just a different culture, and you don't really can't really explain it until you actually see it when you're out here. Uh, I'm a Memphis kid, born and raised, been in the city my whole life. And uh, me and my wife just moved out to Somerville uh, right before this school year started. Man, it, it's awesome. It's it's just different. Uh, there's pros and cons to living in a small town, you know. Uh, you can't just go down the street, go to Target, whatever. But uh, but just being out <laughs> you here. You got Walmart. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, yeah, and Taco Bell, McDonald's, and all that stuff. Uh, Right, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. but that's <laughs> but uh, but the school is incredible, man. It's just a di different atmosphere, it's a family atmosphere. Uh, Courtney Burnett, uh, the administrator, does an incredible job. Can't praise her enough for what she does, especially with everything going on this year. Uh, all the teachers were all we talk to each other every day. Uh, Students in kindergarten know the students that are seniors. They look up to them like idols. Uh, yeah. it, it's just fun. It's an awesome place to be. We have asked this coach or coaches in, the, like in our past interviews plenty of times that have a middle school and a high school program like Bay Academy. Mm -hmm. Does y'all's middle school program try to run the same thing that you do, or are you okay with them running their own stuff? I, Peter Moffitt's our middle school coach. He coaches girls and boys, and uh, we talk regularly. And uh, I try to make sure they know certain things before they get to high school. We're not necessarily running the same exact sets and stuff like that, um, but just general teachings. We want to make sure that I'm not hitting them with something completely new when they get to varsity level. Uh, right. But he does a good right. job with that, and. Uh, He's teaching them to play the right way, and he plays to their strengths because uh, we want to win middle school games also. So uh, he plays to their strengths and uh, gets them ready for uh, when they get to high school. Yeah, Coach, I mean, you know, and that's what John and I have been talking about all season with different coaches. You know, I'm on the phone. Uh, a lot of coaches do try to use the exact same sets, and I, and I, and I understand that uh, just in a sense of especially like in a COVID year, where you may have to move a player up from your middle school level to your high school, they can step right in right. and just, you know, get right into the yeah. game plan. Yeah. And uh, I've actually been blessed this year. We uh, we had eight freshmen show up for tryouts this year. So I said, why not? Let's have a freshman team. And uh, first time we've ever done that. Yeah. Uh, we I don't know if we'll be able to do it again because of numbers, uh, but it's been fun. Uh, and it's getting those freshmen more playing time that they wouldn't get on the JV team. Uh, and it's been fun, and I think that's really helped us a lot. We talked about the numbers. Is the enrollment slowly going back up, or is it still staying about the same? Uh, it's solid. It's solid right now. Uh, we were actually way up last year, uh, and I, I think everybody struggled with COVID this year a little bit. Uh, definitely not struggling, but it, it stayed. it stayed pretty solid. Deal. Yeah, and that's and that's a that's a that's a struggle, you know, to be a small a smaller private school uh, in that area. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's definitely a struggle to, to to have the numbers to be a effective program. Right. 
how are the players reacting to the like the crowds and you know with it being a young team i'm sure a lot of them are used to the bigger crowds like you know for example your seniors on your basketball team but how is your younger players adjusting to these smaller crowds when they probably are used to these bigger crowds as well they're missing out on the atmosphere and uh my seniors they miss it they tell me all the time wish we could have a student section uh but it's also a blessing to whereas it's i think it's easier to teach without as much of a crowd there uh to learn some in-game situations uh easier to communicate uh it's definitely different though uh and we miss our student section we miss the fans uh that atmosphere makes a difference in the intensity of the game but talking about the younger guys, the teaching aspect, I think it actually kind of helps. Uh, coach, we've got a question uh, off of our Facebook Live. Uh, how difficult is it to coach both boys and girls? Man, yeah, uh, I'm about to ask you that. Took my words out of my mouth. Whoever. It's funny. <laughs> uh, we actually have a few teams in our region that do it, and uh, we talked about it a lot this year. Uh, and the only real part that I've struggled with a little bit is uh, in between games. Cause you're going straight from that girl's game, straight to the boy's game. And like Friday night, USJ, that's, yeah, that's, an, true. that's an intense varsity girls game. And you get done. And of course I'm frustrated. We lost, we didn't execute well. And now I got to snap and I got to refocus, press the reset button. Now it's time to think about the boys. And, uh, I've got an assistant coach, Ryan Meadows, who's uh, really helped me out a lot. And David Beaver and Katie Smith with the girls. Um, they've helped me so much. I wouldn't be able to do it without them. Uh, but besides that, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of late nights watching film. Uh, I think my wife's just about sick of basketball, <laughs> but uh, but I love it. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, she's ready to have that kid already, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you see me, if you see me run out of here, it's probably because my wife's going to the labor, so. <laughs> Whoa. All right. I hope that doesn't happen on live. Oh, no. <laughs> Any day now, though. Awesome. Yeah, Bri awesome. or, um, yeah um, that was a good question because well, I've seen I, – I, that, that is a good question about the boys and girls, like you said, Brandon, because, you know, I see a lot of coaches in our region, in Barlett's region, like, for example, Gatlin at Brighton does both boys and girls. McCord at Dyer County does both boys and girls. And the bad thing, you know, it's hard because, like you said, what happens if you get nothing against your game Friday night? But what happens if you're frustrated, like you said, and then you just want to have an assistant coach, like, take over the boys for a little bit because you're so, you know, I know you can get over it quick, but I'm just talking about, like, your frustration from the girls and you just got to talk to one-on-one for a little bit longer and you got this the good thing is about bringing the assistant coaches that you trust into an organization at Fade Academy for example as well that does both girls and boys with you because you can always have one of your assistant coaches take over that ball game for you yeah if you got to for a few minutes yeah and I'm I'm truly blessed with all the assistants that I've got because I can trust any one of them to go into the locker room and say exactly what I was going to say or uh like I had to take a week off for uh, contact exposure for COVID uh, in November and uh, Ryan Meadows took over for me and actually coached three varsity boys basketball games by himself. And uh, I'm just so glad oh, wow. that I've got people that I can trust to do that. So. Yeah, that's, that definitely.
Well, I mean, it, it, it takes pressure off of you, um, you know, to not have to have that extra added stress. Uh, let me ask you this, speaking of your assistants, uh, can you speak a little bit on them and the strengths that they bring to that program? Yeah, uh, David Beaver, he's been, he helps with the girls. Uh, he's been at Fay Academy for a long time. Uh, he's actually the volleyball coach. So he has that relationship with the girls already. And that's a big help uh, because I'm the new young guy coming in. High school girls aren't didn't, don't really want to come like make that effort to come talk to me. You know, it's it's awkward. And uh, he does an yeah. awesome job with uh, with communicating with them. And uh, it's just incredible. He does all the small stuff for us. And then uh, Katie Smith is a young assistant. She's our soccer coach, girl soccer coach. And uh, she's also the same way. She's a uh, she actually plays soccer at Freed Hardman right now. <laughs> so uh, she's juggling that oh, wow. between uh, helping us and playing soccer. And But she also does a great job communicating with the girls. And um, Ryan, actually, he helps with the boys and girls. Uh, Ryan actually got me started in my coaching career back in 2013. Uh, he... Me and him played together at Central Baptist, and uh, that's where he was actually coaching his first year out of college. And uh, he gave me the uh, JV coaching job, and I was an assistant for varsity with him for a couple years before I went off to Harding. And uh, so I actually learned a lot from Ryan at the beginning. And then uh, he, me and him, we were constantly studying basketball. Uh, he's an X's and O's guru, uh, and he's just an awesome guy to have there with me. You know, you talked about your basketball guru, so I'm putting you on the spot right now. For women's basketball, like, what kind of coaches do you actually like to watch for women's basketball that you can try to get some plays from or just strategize to get your girls ready for these tough games as well? Yeah, of course, of course, you got to watch Gino because I mean he's, I mean he's done it all. You know, uh, I, I love, I, I really watch all all the girls coaches and I have a respect for them. I was actually talking to a coach at North point about this the other day, the difference in girls and guys basketball and coaching tactically is guys, you're more putting them in a position to make a play and score, you know, girls, it's, it's almost like you're playing a video game. Sometimes you're telling them exactly, exactly where to go. And of course some of them can make plays, but uh, they actually listen to you, which is crazy. And, uh, they do what they're supposed to do. And when you put them in a set, they run it right and it works. It's just, it's uh, different from coaching guys sometimes. Uh, but that's really one of the difference I've seen in uh, tactically coaching girls from guys. All right. And then the men's league, like who you watch, like who's your mentors on those? Man. I love Penny Hardaway, but I'm probably not going to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Memphis. I love Penny. I love Cody. Uh, but uh, I I really – I'm everywhere, man. Uh, I'll, I'm not going to run a complete system from a coach, uh, but we have 20-plus set plays that we run, and they're all from all over the place. Uh, if I see something I like that will put one of my guys in a position to use one of their strengths – uh, I usually steal it and use it. Uh, so I wouldn't say I really look up to one person. Uh, I th me and my wife joke about it all the time that uh, 
I want to be like Bob Huggins. That's like my goal in life. <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, you look like him. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Throw a chair. I got the heavy set, you know. Wear the. I was just kidding. Do you wear the vest? Wear the short. Do you wear the, the vest. Sleeve, pull over, wind pull over, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wear the vest with them? Yeah. Yeah. Got to. He he is one guy I look up to, uh, but really more as a as a coach relating to players than it is. Uh, X's and O's, but hey, we've always liked him since the Cincinnati days, so we gotta give him some credit, yep. you know, with Kenny <laughs> Martin <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yeah, Most definitely. Now, Brandon, if fans actually want to come and watch y'all play, are y'all allowing fans to come in, like, like we're, to get tickets at the stand or at the game, or how are they doing it? We're not right now uh, because of the new ordinance. Uh, we're only allowed uh, two tickets per players, and it has to be somebody in their household. Uh, okay. We are we are live streaming all of our home games on the NFHS network. Uh, you have to pay a fee, but you once you pay that fee, you can see all games from all schools, and it's a national thing. Uh, and it's a it's a pretty cool cool thing that a lot of people are taking advantage of this year. Uh, so that's where a lot of people are watching our games. And I just got a text from our a viewer saying, "How do y'all do y'all's region?" I know. Like you talked about, how do y'all do y'all's region tournament? Is it like one versus four, two versus three, or how does I it wish, I wish work? I had it in front of me, the actual bracket, so I could remember. Yeah. But there's – well, last year there was ten teams on our side and five on the other. So uh, we have a couple – That's not fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this, year, this, year, this year I think it's eight and four. So we have a couple play-in games on our side. And then it just matches up one to four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Coach, when you uh, speaking of the of the bracket and the tournament, um, what is something that that you want to see your teams improve on in order to get to that bracket and to that championship? That obviously is the ultimate goal. Uh, the girls' side is mental uh, improvement, just confidence, because they're good, man. Even this young group of girls I got, they're very talented, and they listen, uh, but it's all coming down to confidence and actually uh, showing that aggression and making plays. Uh, when, when they start doing it, they're going to be dangerous, man. I mean, they're good. I can't talk enough about them. But uh, on the guys' side, uh, we have to stay consistent. Um we don't really have a deep lineup like we were talking about earlier. Uh, we got to stay out of foul trouble, which we've been doing fairly well of so far this year. Um, but really, the next couple of weeks are what's big for the guys. It's that seed that you get going into the tournament. Um, we've been fortunate enough to – we've played close games, but we've won against uh, Jackson Christian, Trinity, USJ, uh, Sacred Heart, uh, and then we've lost to Rosemark and uh, ECS, and we play FACS Tuesday. Uh, so right now, I think we're sitting at number four, and uh, we just have to come out every night battling because that one night where you don't show up is going to make a difference in our league. Brandon, I just want to say thank you for everything that you do for high school basketball. Essentially, you know, essentially through this rough time, essentially when um, you got a lot on your plate, you know, personal and basketball related as well right now. But uh, keep up the good work, man. I'm sure the Fade Academy is faithful. Real proud of you. And I'm a big fan of yours since I've been as, known you since, what, the Harding Academy days when you are assistant coach yeah. under under our next guest, you know, and Kevin Starks will be on next hour or so. But uh, 
yeah. Brandon, That's my guy, Brandon. Man. Yeah, so Brandon, you know, uh, I appreciate, like I said, I thank you for your time today on a Sunday afternoon. I know you got to prep for Tuesday as well and watch a little bit of film here and there also. Uh, like I said, thanks for everything that you do for the high school basketball and this high school basketball community, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. And like I said, I appreciate everything y'all are doing for high school sports. Keep it up. Not a problem, man. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for everybody watching on Facebook, YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio, and also on the website. We'll be back in roughly an hour with another interview to end up the evening. Uh, once again, I'm Wes Pruitt. Thank you, John. Started with Brandon Bradford, you've been a great guest. Again, thank you very much, sir. We truly appreciate it. Thanks, guys.